Chapter 24, November 1992, age 37. As Robert and Lauren continued seeing each other, their relationship deepened. In 1991, they moved out of her mother's place and into their own apartment several blocks away. During that time, Robert was making a lot of money through various illegal schemes, including a lucrative robbery that netted him a cool $20,000. With the confidence that such an amount of money can bring, Robert decided he would take the next step in his and Lauren's relationship. A few days later, he took Lauren to a friend's store, which had a soda bar. After seating Lauren at a table, he ordered two ice cream sodas from the bar. Before bringing the sodas to the table, he topped Lauren's with an engagement ring he bought using the money from the robbery. He was a bit apprehensive, considering Cece's response some years ago. But there were no similarities between Lauren and Cece's personalities, including their reactions to Robert's gestures. As Robert had hoped, Lauren was ecstatic, and so were her mother and sister. Right away, they began making plans for the engagement party, setting a date and securing the use of a banquet hall with a $5,000 deposit. The outlook for Robert and Lauren's life together looked good except for one thing, his clandestine love affair with cocaine. At first, he was able to conceal it from Lauren, who was not a user, nor did she condone its use. Using the cover of, quote, work as an excuse to stay away from home for days at a time, he freebased with his friends on a regular basis. Soon his money ran out, and it became quite clear to Lauren that Robert had reverted back to his old ways. She pardoned him several times, pending a fulfillment of promises that he wouldn't do it anymore, but each of those promises was broken. Robert's lack of responsibility proved too much for Lauren, and within a couple of weeks of the engagement party, they decided to break up. Lauren moved back in with her mother, and Robert moved in with Angelo. Even though the engagement was called off, Lauren's affection for Robert remained, and they continued to see each other on a regular basis. No matter the situation in her life, Robert's mother always managed to make Thanksgiving a festive occasion for her family. She loved the holidays, especially Thanksgiving, and how they brought her family together. Because Thanksgiving made his mother happy, Robert liked it too. But the Thanksgiving of 1992 was going to be different. Robert was nearly 38 years old, presently laid off from his job as a union laborer and fighting an addiction that had the upper hand. At the time, he was broke. He had his occasional robbery or theft that would bring in a little money, but usually that was blown getting high with some of his friends. Without money, he wouldn't be able to buy a plane ticket to Florida, where his mother and father now lived. Therefore, he would not be spending Thanksgiving with his mother. Barbara's dinner invitations had ceased, and he wasn't expecting her to make an exception for Thanksgiving. He knew his sister Anna and her husband Polly would be happy to have him over, but he had led her to believe he had already made arrangements with Lauren. So instead of spending the holiday with family, Robert did what he considered was the next best thing. He played basketball with some friends. Just after the tie-breaking third game had started, Robert heard his pager go off. He went to the bench where he'd sat his belongings and picked up the device along with a towel. He looked at the two words shouting at him from the orange digital display. I'm pregnant. It was a message from Lauren. Robert felt the butterflies of impending fatherhood as he stared at the pager. He rubbed his face vigorously before viewing the pager again.
When the reality of the situation set in, he shot his hand into the air and yelled, I'm going to be a daddy. After the game, Angelo dropped him off at Lauren's place where they celebrated together. This is great, Robert said as he sat across from Lauren at the dining table, gorging on a plate of Thanksgiving leftovers she had brought home. So when's the baby going to be here? Lauren laughed. I don't know. I just found out I was pregnant. Robert savored the thought that in several months he would be cradling a child of his own. You'll make a good father, Robert, Lauren said. You think so? Robert asked, imagining a tiny person calling him Daddy. I have no doubt. You've got a good heart. You just... Robert put down his fork and took Lauren's hand. I know. I've got to stay clean. Hey, look. He held out his arms. I'm playing basketball, staying out of trouble. Lauren smiled. I'm going to do whatever I've got to do, because this is it. This is what it's going to take to kick the habit. I'm going to be a daddy. Lauren wiped her eye with her finger, taking a little eyeliner with it. She wiped it on a napkin in front of her. I believe you, she said, and I believe in you. I think this is the chance you need to turn your life around, because this baby is going to need you. Just sign your name and date it right here. The in-processing administrator of Daytop Rehab Center pointed to a line on the very last page of the thick contract with her pen. Robert used the pen she had given him to write his name. What's the date anyway? April 1st. Robert chuckled. That's appropriate. It's still 1993, right? Yes, the woman answered. As Robert promised the day he found out he was going to be a father, he stayed off the drugs for about a month. After a couple of on-again, off-again episodes, Lauren threatened to leave him unless he got help. Since Robert had friends who had connections with the rehab facility, he was able to get in without any delay and without a penny out of his pocket. While there, Robert experienced intense therapy, both group and individual. The focus was on forgiving someone in his life that had caused him emotional pain. For Robert, that person was his grandfather. His sudden death was a traumatic episode for a little boy who viewed his grandfather as a sort of hero. As multiple emotional layers were pulled back, revealing the anger and pain attached to his grandfather's death, Robert shed many tears. But he learned that the drug problem was only a manifestation of even deeper issues. Robert felt confident that when he finished his six-month commitment to the rehab facility, he would be ready to become the father he so desperately wanted to be.